0: Hello and welcome back to Shoot of Stand Up Two. I'm Matthew Broussard. And
1: I'm Laura Sogard.
0: Uh some upcoming dates. I'm gonna be at Tampa Side Splitters April 14th and 15th. Come check that out. And uh
1: And on my side, I'm gonna be who the hell knows where. Yeah. Producing uh, all sorts of random shit. Drowning. So follow me. That's like literally the only way to know.
0: Yeah. What's going on? You're at the point where you can't really, like, it's not really you're at the point where it's like you want to post what shows you're doing just for other comics to see that it's, you're doing shows? It's
1: quite literally, yeah. Uh, it's chaos. And I'm producing yeah. all these shows too, but like those dates are. I don't even know when this is coming out, so.
0: I'll edit it quickly. I'm yeah. editing now. I sure. Will, I will get it out fast. I got out fast last time. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we've had a, a good couple of weeks. I did South by Southwest.
1: Yeehaw! All right. A, Texas.
0: Yeah. I, I I like started in Houston. I got my breaks in uh, Austin, and I had not done really done a uh, an Austin festival.
1: I used to live in Austin uh, for seven years. It's where we met. Matthew actually used to live less than one mile away from me. Um, briefly.
0: Uh, we never we never interacted we but i saw never called he never called i saw your uh, your pictures on the wall your giant pictures on the wall That's right, at, at the at UT that pool point, when i would swim there during we were lunch. Host,
1: we were hosting NCAAs. you swam at you motherfucker swam at my pool my picture was on literally 70 100 foot poster of yeah, me on the outside poster. of the swim center like advertising the fact that the ncaa championships would be there you could barely tell it's me i'm wearing cap goggles i remember like, just
0: said sogar and i was like sounds like an intense person that name yeah. sounds intimidating
1: <laughs> he never called I what never an called.
0: you were dating someone and i didn't know you existed. i don't know well, i didn't well, realize I you were existed. a quitter okay just sorry kidding. you're just right kidding. i should have followed <laughs> follow through just kidding um, don't
1: hit on people's girlfriends um, or boyfriends or yes. Them Sims, whatever you want to call them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someone's been watching uh, and just I'm- like that, <laughs> and Euphoria. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, South By was really fun. From my end, it was, um, I had this feeling that I've been a little frustrated with my stand-up performing around New York. Either it goes well, but only because I was doing all old stuff, or... <laughs> I do old stuff, and it still doesn't – I don't kill. uh, Or I do new stuff, and it definitely bombs. And just – That's not true.
1: I just want everyone to realize –
0: This is my perspective. Oh, my God. You're so wrong. (laughs) Matthew's like – But it's competitive. I mean, like, think about the people I'm up against at the cellar and how hard they kill. Think about following Caitlin Palufo every night. Yeah,
1: you don't do new bits at the the cellar.
0: That's true. But either way, it's still frustrating to not be writing more. uh, And – In Austin at this festival, no one knows what's old material or new material because it's a crowd that's not there to see me. Uh, The crowds were like, it just made me realize that being in a constant state of competition when you finally actually go into a place where it's like meant to be easier, you feel overprepared, kind of like like swim training where you just wear yourself down and then like shave and taper. You're like, so it was was your shave
1: and taper meet. It
0: was your championship. It felt like that. I feel like good. that for me. I mean, you did very well. I was but just for the record,
1: sets. he's not out here loot like bombing his ass off, obviously. New York is you know, just com- I
0: mean, you feel it. It's competitive. No, I don't I don't feel that at all. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> well, you did a set at um Cherrywood Coffee. Yeah. You did an off uh South By show. I did. And you really stood out. Like I st- again, I always think of you as like at like that MC feature level of comedy. She's always
1: like, she's kind of bad, but no. I
0: just when you steal a show, it's really cool to see, and I forget that. Like, oh well, thank you. you. Wherever I rank you, it's against New Yorkers, and that scale is so much higher than uh, any other local. Well,
1: to be clear, it was just. I mean, it's you know, in in New York, a lot of people have moved there from other cities, so it ends up we have the whole that we have the full gamut of comedians. Yeah, but to get booked, to be fair, you do have to go really hit them with some punchlines. Sort of. Or be well connected. Or someone's friend. Or famous. Or famous. If you have followers
0: What are the three you said the I three always things have you this. need to book someone?
1: So you either need you need to, uh, there's like four pillars and if you're not delivering on one or multiple pillars, good luck. Mm. You either need to um, have people put butts in seats, like people come out to see you and that means a number of different things. Likely I mean famous a level to some I'm degree.
0: barely hitting.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Like even also, I will just go ahead and say a lot of TikTok followers not putting butts in seats. Yeah. Haven't seen it yet.
0: Instagram, yes.
1: Instagram, sometimes.
0: If you're like 50 to 100,000 on Instagram, that actually It all depends
1: be. on exactly the kind of followers too. I, I haven't cracked this code. I don't, I clearly don't know. Uh, divide, all I know is I've booked a variety like... of, of different acts and I'm always like, it's just interesting the ones that actually end up like. Really, oh shit, that
0: was You mean if people just like pictures of my butt on Instagram, they might not be compelled to come see me tell jokes?
1: Yeah, or or just see you do I don't know, weird cam face to camera stuff Mm -hmm. on TikTok.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do they do they know of you as a comedian? But then sometimes people are very much not comedians on their social media, but are funny like Ben Brainerd, he posts clips now, but he did these really funny sketches where he plays all the states.
1: Don't get me wrong. And that
0: guy can tour with that sure. very, very well, though that is a, an execution of comedic skill, though not stand-up.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's many ways to do this, but it was just, it's not a guarantee, is what I've found. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Anyway, that was Try a little bit off. of a Box deviation. Seats so number, one. number one. is If you're
0: listening to this, I don't think you're going to fill that pillar. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, Number two. One, one day you will. And I've, 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 yeah. or I not. believe in you.
1: Quit. Have a day job.
0: Or, or not. Or you'll get a great writer's job or you'll find one. Of or you're going to work in sales
1: g- and there's no shame yeah, in one, that. One of
0: many fulfilling careers in comedy that doesn't involve being famous. Cause there are so many great paths. Insurance. <laughs> sales.
1: <laughs> Someone's feeling
0: fucking <laughs> pessimistic. Just saying. Someone's stuck in the nine to five grind. Yeah. At this very moment. Seriously. It's what? 10.40 p.m. PM. <laughs> All right. Um, Other pillars.
1: So second... Well, fucking where am I? Okay, so first one is you need to fill seeds. Second one, you need to kill. And When I... Like like obliterate. Yeah. Like even Matt, you know. I'm just
0: kidding. I mean, I, I, you're, no, no, you're no, no, right. You're like, a good you example of this. Rea- but like one of those ones where like,
1: afterwards people are like, oh shit, that was really good. What was that yeah. person's name? You yeah. know what I mean? And... Um, There's obviously, like, you can have a good day and stuff like that, but it's also kill consistently. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, okay, hey, I need this show to be good. So, like, I really, like, these are a couple of the people that I know. The other people I trust will also do really well, and they may kill, but these are the people I know and I've seen kill a lot. Yeah. You know? And no matter the crowd, no matter the situation, they can help take a show from maybe it's, like, kind of even keel, the crowd might be tight, to busting them open some more. Mm Mm-hmm. There's, there's not that many people that I really have on that list, to be honest. Yeah. A lot of people I respect as comedians, think they're great joke writers, but just the performance can take the show to the next level.
0: Like Nathan McIntosh level.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to start naming names because sure. then people are going to be
0: like... What about me? Yeah. What about
1: me? And I'm like, mm, well, Robin, not but you. Like, make,
0: <laughs> make your molars rattle kind of laughter. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there's those people. And then the third category is... Um, advantageous for the the people producing the show so like do you book a show are you really involved in this scene
0: do you have a big podcast that you do you have a podcast that per-
1: you know what i mean it's like one of those things where it's like are you working really hard in this this scene and like a useful like i hate to use that word networking but like there is a certain element to that you can't deny that part of it <laughs> yeah it's just like any job like you want to and it's more beyond just like hey like you know there's the people who are like oh book me i'll book you kind of deal mm-hmm. I don't think that that's always a great scenario because like sometimes you're just not a good fit for that particular type of show. But it's still just like, oh, I kind of see what you're doing and you know, want to support other people who are also clearly as invested in this as I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I try to view it. I'm sure other people will argue with me. But who knows? And then the last Wait, one I see
0: is a Question uh, and you can you can decline to answer this. Is there a limit of uh spot swap for lack of a better name uh people you'll put on a show because i feel like i've seen that in la where too many people in the lineup are clearly spot swaps and and then the quality of the show goes down do you try to to like, be
1: fair i think a lot of the people who are producers in new york are, are so funny. serious about this that yeah. they're super fucking funny yeah so it's a little bit different like a lot of the times i'll book people in the eye yeah, they produce a show but i also have booked them because i know they're going to do great good answer it, you know what i mean yeah i can't speak to other cities but and there are and people who book shows. That's not always the case. And there's people who book shows where I'm like, sorry, i can't. Yeah, you know, like it's good to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not all of these aren't as black and white as like it sounds. And the fourth category is you're cool as shit. And there are those people where I'm like, you're just fucking. What kind fu- of hang? Yeah. Good hang. Good hang. I really like you, and I might not think you're gonna murder, but I want to hang out with you. And that is a very small list. Mm-hmm. but it's a list
0: yeah so is, is there... ideally
1: there's a combination of those four categories and that's usually how it falls
0: you know is there any allowance for this maybe like a subcategory of number three of someone who doesn't like kill the hardest but you enjoy their set so much that you think it raises the bar you know what i mean someone like a back of the room kind of comic
1: yeah there.
0: I guess don't try to make that your category if you're listening to this. Yeah, definitely not a great goal. Like
1: a, I guess like comics comic, but like also kind of not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's the people who I see working really hard and have a lot of potential. This is also giving myself way too much like um, authority yeah. in this whole thing. I can only speak to my, v- my my, you know, I do the don't tell one. The don't tell your one is- monthly a- shows. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> oh, <geez>, Christ. <laughs> Yeah. So modest
0: little Laura producing eight monthly shows Mm. in the biggest city in the United States. Uh, I get where you're coming from. I apparently hate myself and. Yeah, you're doing what I do with the with the self degradation. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm just saying that I produce that many shows. Oh,
0: oh, you hate Uh, yourself and wearing yourself down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Last weekend, I decided to do two back-to-back shows, Mm -hmm. and I also had to haul sixty stools by myself via Uber from Brooklyn. to Manhattan and they're heavy it was manual labor it was a lot of manual labor Mm -hmm. and the next day I was like okay I need to do this differently next time 60 stools it like that's like a lot of weight yeah I was physically exhausted the next day let alone performance wise the shows were absolutely incredible I will say Mm -hmm. um but on the flip side um
0: that was a flower shop right Yeah,
1: it was the flower shop the shows were super hot so really at least cool. it was like worth all the manual labor, but I was also like, okay, I do need to, I, I cannot put my body through this
0: again. Yeah, a lot. I mean, your job as a producer is to put asses in seats, and now you've got to get those for seats for the asses. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Seats on asses. Uh, um, <laughs> episode title. I know. Um, yeah.
1: So you did South by, and you were South you by. Thought was it was good.
0: I was very happy with it. It felt like a good chance, and it made me realize that as big as I think New York is you're not as visible uh, yeah. as you think you are just doing spots every night in basements. It's not uh, a Even big,
1: top basement spot, yeah. not really going to do much.
0: Getting seen by comics, I really respect. and perform with them. Um, the thing that happens at festivals is uh, the levels seem to break down and there's no uh, kind of that uh, high school cafeteria feeling of, this is the cool table and you can't sit here unless you've had a Netflix or an HBO special. There was like Matt, Matt Besser was hanging with all of us. That was uh, wild. I was hall. like, Oh shit. Yeah. He was just, I yeah, just walked outside and he handed us a joint. We're like, that's, that guy invented improv. Yeah. Holy crap. And just in the, in the buffet line next to the kids in the hall and, and, uh, you know, Eddie Pepitone and, and, and some, some really great acts. Um, and, uh, it, the guard, your guard, the guard is down. So I feel like it's a chance for comics to see you and not feel a sense of competition with you. So you you build a sense of, of camaraderie instead. And also, we were part of the film and tech portion of the festival. So the audience was filled with people who are pretty influential, like Holy executives shit. at Amazon. And that's nothing's come of it for me. Just but
1: the top of the line crypto bros. Yeah. Just creme de la creme of NFT but, curators.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was <laughs> a lot of NFT galleries. Holy um, shit. <laughs> uh, like Sotelo, uh, who, who books it, made a point of how um, Kumail, it w- uh, Judd Apatow saw Kumail and Pete Holmes perform at Esther's Follies for the first time. That was his, That's that cool. was his first time seeing them. was It's at, at out by, uh, and, and those little things. It's very exciting. It, it, yeah. Um,
1: so two really- thumbs up for Matthew?
0: i i it was a good experience it was also my first time doing a festival i guess since uh uh that you know that whole covid thing oh yeah oh yeah The old covid yeah yeah that uh, was the first how, time it was back in person how did you enjoy it
1: um obviously well first and foremost i uh, missed my flight on the way there whoops after so, uh
0: recovering from food poisoning
1: yeah so i was very sick so i had to like delay a little bit and, and then i missed medicine <laughs> yeah I've had a I've had a month, let me tell yeah. you. My physical body has just been like, bitch, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, so I missed my flight. Whoops. Ended up going the next day. So I ended up only getting there for like 48 hours or so, um, which was super fun. Don't get me wrong, but very short amount of time. I was so grateful though for how welcoming everyone was because it's weird going as your plus one, but also doing comedy. And I know a number of the people that were there because you're like, hey, I'm here very clearly, so unbelievably junior to be around this Mm -hmm. even. You know what I mean? And it almost feels like kind of like crashing the party of the high schoolers when you're a middle schooler and you're just like, just, you guys are great. You know, can I get you anything? (laughs) I
0: don't deserve to be here, but I am like Negative
1: deserve to be here, in fact. But I'm here and you guys are being way too nice to me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, they were all asking, when, where's Laura? Is Laura coming? Yeah. Which was cool. It's and very nice of them. I can only imagine how. Charlie it, was so nice, too. He was so nice. Ugh. Comics really were excited to see you. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, I appreciate
0: that. And you got to do a spot not I related got, to the festival.
1: Yes, that was really nice, too. Because I was pretty much resigned to the fact that, like, most of the comedy in the city that weekend or week or whatever the heck it was was obviously the festival. Yeah. So, like, even normal spots, there were, like, just not that many other things going on so i was like all right i'll just go and watch some of the best damn comedy in the world like that's a pretty cool experience too yeah um but anyway so that was really fun mindy was there that was i think that was the most awkward i felt was mindy was taking all these pictures and i i took pictures with matt and i was just like i don't want this to seem like i'm like affiliated with this at all like i'm just here and i don't know i'm definitely overthinking it and that's kind of the thing is that i just felt like I shouldn't be here but i appreciate being here yeah it was a weird feeling
0: well i'm glad it wasn't too uncomfortable no
1: no no like i mean obviously it was really fun and you know but it was just felt like i was just like i'd snuck in and i was like
0: they gave you a pass no i I know (laughs) it's just a weird feeling and again uh apply to festivals at every level it's a good experience it's good exposure um it's, I, uh, as far as I'm aware, the best way to find an agent. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, some of my worst... There's, there's always the cool kids club of, of festivals. Like, it, I've, my most jealous moments on social media are seeing flyers for the big festivals, the Netflix, the, the Comedy Central, the Austin ones, whatever, JFL... Because I don't apply to festivals anymore, but if you're a comic at my level, your agent pitches you for every single festival. So every single festival you're not on is one you got rejected from. And um, I guess just know that feeling of bitterness exists at every single level in comedy. Uh, Houston's having a comedy festival, and the comics who didn't get in uh, from Houston. Oh my god, started that's their own so festival. funny. What was it called? Uh, it was a play on the, wor- the names, right? The Come and Take It of uh, Go and Get It or something like that. <laughs> that's
1: so funny. Yeah. The Come and Take Which, It festival versus the We Got Them festival. Yeah, something like that. And, and Here They Are festival.
0: <laughs> my friend and I were talking about it. We're like, listen, I'll never knock the uh, push to create stage time for yourself, but a little weird to throw it in the face of, of like,
1: it's just very strange. Cause it's like, what do you think is the net effect of that? Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get on the next I, come in, come and grab them or grab them yeah, by the, whatever it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> festival. Um, <laughs> uh, it is pretty funny yeah. though. As an outsider, I'm like your
0: chilies to go festival. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> But Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's oh, a great that's an name. interesting move. Uh, I, I really also
1: the city of Houston's gonna be like, what is <laughs>
0: happening with this comedy right now? These permits are very confusing. They're
1: like, there's, there's, there's a massive festival of of confusing origin happening yes. in Houston this weekend. Also, a hell of a lot of comics to get. How many comics does Houston really have? Two festivals worth? Are they all flying in? thing is is you you're, you're gonna, gonna fill book, the whole hotels just also, just
0: comics you try to not book comics consecutive years on festivals so like you if you didn't get in this this houston festival just wait a year because they can't use those people again like, or a lot of them and it's like yeah you could probably use about a fourth of the city's comics in in a single year and there's probably a couple hundred houston comics who are pretty I have regular no idea yeah. you would have
1: a much better sense of like how this i Again, the whole thing I- I is wish quite
0: Both of them, great luck. I hope lots of audiences turn up and and gr- comment. I don't know. I think
1: sense. we should take a firm stance. Which team are you? Co- ch- team, team Dine In or Dine Out? <laughs> I'm uh
0: stay and leave it. I'm the third <laughs> festival. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna
1: go down there start a festival. <laughs> a festival just for another festival. The third stay party. And hold it. That would be yes.
0: <laughs> um, other news. Bernie
1: Sanders festival. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Okay. I'm out of control. Yeah, the
0: Jill Stein Festival. <laughs> yeah, this, is the Jill-
1: this is the Green Party Festival. <laughs> what are we doing?
0: <laughs> um,
1: I had, wait, I want to, before I forget, I want to talk about, I one trip I forgot to mention is I went to San Francisco. Yeah. Which was super, super crazy and fun. For I was work. there for work. Yeah. And I got to, uh, if you're from work, this is all a lie. <laughs> but I got to <laughs> leave at the end of the day and go and do just a few sets like, like i was at a conference and those like end at like 8 p.m so i literally would like disappear after cocktails that everyone's drinking for work it's apparently all you do for these things so i would just be like i gotta go to the bathroom and leave just uber over to a show and do a spot there and i got a chance to do a couple different shows um which were very fun so thank you to the people who who put me up in san francisco appreciate you but i had a first for me can i tell you my my experience so, if you know me, Laura loves a glass of wine on occasion, a couple cocktails. Laura is not a weed girl.
0: No. I don't really do. She's tried. I've tried to make her a weed I, girl.
1: I've tried. I really would like to be a weed girl. I think it sounds delightful. It sounds more healthy. It's natural. Not really a hangover from it. Should be pretty straightforward, right? So, I've dabbled. Like, once a year, I have my annual dabble into Weed World. And I decided to to do that. Um, for the flight to San Francisco. Again, five, hours,
0: Should five, watch
1: out. Five, six hours, no problem. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I have no obligations. I was flying on a Saturday. Had like a nine thirty ten o'clock flight or something like that in the morning. I was going to get in like, you know, early mid-afternoon or so. I was like, perfect. I'm going to take an edible and get on this flight. 8.39 a.m., take the edible, head to the airport. Nothing happens, nothing happens. Milligrams? No idea so that's probably mistake number one Gummy yeah. I just popped that bad boy in there just chomped it down washed it down with some coffee yeah. of course and get on the plane I get on the plane and I cannot express to you the level of high I was it was horrifying it was the worst thing that's like I just had to I had a scarf I had to put a scarf over my head I was trying to eat almonds and I like couldn't I don't know. With the girl
0: with the pearl earring just like yeah. all wrapped up. I
1: was no, not even. I had it over my head in front of my face. Like shawl stuff. Oh. <laughs> like so I you was wish just to like, know The
0: Secrets of the Desert.
1: <laughs> not even. I was like full on ghost costume. <laughs> just <laughs> like she- sheet overhead. Just just Ooh. just stressed out. <laughs> I'm sitting on this flight like, "Oh my god. <laughs> Unbelievably out of my mind high." trying to eat almonds and they were the crunchiest almonds I've ever experienced in my life. I'm not doing well. I had to get up at one point to use the bathroom. I get to the bathroom and I'm like, I don't think I can get back to my seat. And I get out and the wait, the um the flight attendant had her cart and I was on the other side of the aisle. Like I was like at the bathroom and the cart was between me and my seat. Do you know what I mean? So basically I would have had to wait for her yes, to go yes, down. Yes. And I just looked at her and I think she saw like the whites of my eyes. I was huh. panicked. I was just like I can't get back to my seat because she's there and I have to wait. I'll never sit down (laughs) again. I don't think I'm ever going to get back. Oh no. She sees me and she just kind of like pulls back and she's like, you can take a seat. I was just like, okay. So I'm not doing well is the point. I'm on this flight. We're getting to San Francisco. I land and I'm like, okay, it's been about six hours. It's got to wear, it's going to wear off probably pretty soon here. No problem. Just, just drink some water feeling a little bit better. Let's go eat something. If I eat something, that'll help go. I get, get to the place I'm staying, put my stuff down, go to grab some food. I'm at the restaurant and I'm still not good. I'm still not good. Okay. No problem. It's been like eight hours now. This is just a little bit longer than normal, you know, winding down. Maybe it was actually closer to 10. I was like, this should definitely be about wrapping it itself up. I get back. I lay down and I'm just like, not feeling still not well. Then it's time to go to the show. And I have a show that evening. Straight off the plane? Straight, Not straight off the plane. Like, I had that gap. But this is like...
0: You had time to go to the hotel and stare in the mirror. F- 14 hours later. Out. It's yeah.
1: 14 hours later. I am still, high, like, unbelievably high. Un- un- unwell high. Not happy about it. I get to the show. And I'm there... And it's a great show. It's like, at, it was in Oakland. It was out kind of like that indoor outdoor, like there was like a covered area mm-hmm. and they are, um, I get there early. I'm hanging out. I'm just breathing in the back, just, you know, breathing air into my lungs and breathing it back out. <laughs> That's what I'm focusing on. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I've never performed high before. So will be new. I'm going to really try to rein it in. What are we doing? She's like eight minutes. Cool no problem. I can crush in eight minutes. Not an issue. Go up there. Show starts. There's no microphone. Okay. That's an interesting start. Not a, not normal. I was just like, Oh, listen, I've done shows in all sorts of scenarios. I really don't mind, but I was just like, cool, cool, cool. But there's like 40 people there. So it's like a good show. So I'm like, all right, get ready to, you know, project, whatever, make it happen. But strange. I go up, I go up like third or something like that. Show's going well. It was really fun. I get up there, start my little timer, you know, start my little voice memo thing to record my set. Very high. Doing fine, but just like acutely aware of like, I didn't reveal to the audience that I was high. Like, I, I think it's always kind of weird when people do that because it's like a cop out almost of like, I'm so fucked up, you what guys. What if you do it later in
0: the set, though? I didn't. I in told this the crowd case. I was on acid at the end of my set. Once. That, that would be fun. <laughs> it's kind of a flex.
1: That is kind of a flex. Um, acid sounds like a disaster. Holy shit! So I'm out of my mind high. I'm up there. I'm doing my set. You know, get through a few jokes, get through a few new jokes. Looking around, there's no light. Keep going, mind you. I have no microphone, so I'm yelling at an audience up there, just with my hands at my side, <laughs> just just hollering outdoors, kind of at this audience. <laughs> like,
0: like the rainos. High as a kite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly keep going, keep going. And I'm like starting to get to the end of like, I'm like, I've gone definitely like, I might be speeding through these jokes or like, I don't know what's going on with time because I've gone through a fair amount of material. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Finally get the light, get off. And I'm like, I literally have done a good, like 75% of everything I've written.
0: Wow.
1: How did I fit that in? Look down at my voice memo. I had been up there for 24 minutes. Whoa. But in my brain, I was just like, "Holy shit!"
0: Which can happen. I mean, this is-
1: eight minute set is the longest eight minutes in the world.
0: There's 15 minute sets where I swore I did 25. They're like, "You did 15 and 40 seconds." Oh. So that's not high. So and that. Well, always- point is,
1: as high this was the first time that that has occurred to me that it was like that more, much more time than I had been anticipating. Is fine, but I was just like. Yo, Yo that's
0: so <laughs> I would stop what? and ask at some point.
1: I was I just—I like was also light. so nervous about being high that I didn't want to, like, you know, like seem like like let them catch me off guard kind of deal. Right. But I'm just holler, screaming at the audience, no microphone for 25 minutes, out of my mind high. Yeah. So then I went wow. home and went to sleep. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it
0: was. Uh, it ended up being fun. To be fair, I think I performed like acid like not fully on acid just afterglow twice really and i would say it's easier i've bombed high uh, off marijuana like three out of five times or six really uh i mean i don't blame you like i was up there and i was just like how do you hate me my my whole thing was like it feels like everyone hates like the crowds against me like one thing doesn't get a laugh and then i kind of sink into myself yeah um i just felt like i was like terrible
1: crazy person
0: yeah just yelling. Also, I stress, one thing I still stress about, one of the things that makes me most nervous on stage is being uncertain if I miss the light or if, if it's like just taking too long coming or they forgot to light me. I'll get so in my head over that.
1: Forgot to light me by 12 minutes.
0: <laughs> that would really fuck with me. I would, like, I have a decent sense of time on stage. Yeah. So for like a 5 or 10 or 15 or whatever. Um, and if it's not coinciding with when I thought it would be, my brain gets very creative and what's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Someone's dead. Oh the- <laughs> no. <laughs> there's a medical emergency. <laughs> and I even
0: I'll even like check the next comic is there because if I need to stretch, I just wanna <gasps> well, the thing know because is- I want a closer. Like I can do these jokes the fast way that I like or I can stretch them out and there's still plenty of laughs. But if I'm gonna hit I can't do a joke about this and then go to a new subject and realize <laughs> I have more time and then go back to the first subject. That's just not a good set. You know, yeah. it it doesn't doesn't feel good. I'd like You're to have like my and a few more things on IUDs. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Remember that from eight minutes ago. Let's exactly go back. That
0: joke. Good memory. Um, yeah. Uh. uh big anyway, development for me.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, also, I went from um, I went from Austin straight to California to do. Uh, two shows in San Diego while sleeping in L.A. So I drove back and forth from San Diego for still, two days. I'm still not 100% then, sure why that was then decided I did to be. two spots on Friday in L.A. that were grand. And then uh, the reason I went there was Saturday. In, um, or if, if you're a, a producer from the event, I flew straight from New York to, um, to L.A., uh, X. and then flew uh, back
1: you actually stayed in new york overnight yes yes did uh, new york la san diego daily w- i did a
0: jcc show on saturday that was uh <laughs> i did a corporate which i've been doing corporate. a couple of those uh what, i'm always JCC stressed they're gonna stands- go poorly and then they go well and i'm like am i a hack am i a corporate hack am i just some like just you know dancing ryan seacrest um it went fine <laughs> Um, JCC is Jewish Community Center. Yes, this was the third richest in the country. Oh uh, shit! Funded by the Hot Pockets family.
1: Oh shit! Mirage
0: JCC. That's do you where think money the Hot Pockets
1: from. family like has Jim Gaffigan's cell phone number? On retainer. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have to. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, for sure. <laughs> like there's no way. <laughs> They're
0: unpaid spokesman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jews created Hot Pockets. That's wonderful. I, I didn't even. Yeah, you should that do yet. a joke about that. And then I. Then I, I don't know just, what,
1: but there's. Some, I'm not going to write it. But it's going to involve pork. Let me tell you that.
0: Right. There is a pork. There is a ham
1: and cheese. That's the best one.
0: Yeah. And who says Jewish cuisine is lacking? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we should. I I talk about how Jewish food is so bad. Uh, Then I went back to L.A. for Sunday night. And then I flew home uh, Monday. And then I learned in the process of all of that, I will be opening for Bert Kreischer. That's so uh, cool. As he tours the Northeast. You're going to sleep on a tour bus. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been on a tour bus before. I think we've talked about this on the podcast. There, there is this grand illusion of uh, coming to like, I just want to get asked to go on the road with a bigger comedian of like, that really doesn't happen. I'm now nearing 11 years into comedy. That has not happened for me. Right. I have not been asked besides some like specific one offs or local feature work. Uh, I have not been anyone's go to opener. Yeah. Um, it's easier to get on the Tonight Show there's there's a smaller demand for regular openers than there is for TV credit well, I specials. Would say
1: I don't know this, but maybe you can confirm. It seems like a lot of those people have their people they work with, and that's yes, it's a pretty short list. Understandably,
0: because I I wouldn't it, want to be
1: like winging it every right. time. Like, why? Yeah,
0: it's it's a comfort thing, it's, right? We know people. Who oh, good hang. People. It's
1: pillar four, baby. Pillar four.
0: It's the pillars. <laughs> it's consistent act an act that drives well with yours. Yeah. Like I remember, I got I got to open for Milani at a festival, and I was like, in general, that would be a bad move if I was his regular opener. I feel mm-hmm. like there's just a little bit too much overlap in our personalities we're both uptight white guys from the suburbs you you would he works with seton that's a good juxtapose right um and uh I, i'm not also i'm not at the level where i can use a regular opener it's it, it's uh, pretty expensive for me to do that relative to what i make right um and uh if i do it would probably be you uh,
1: because i can s- sleep with him yes because the
0: hotel because we can Just, split a hotel yeah. um and blowjobs but it's really cool so Bert this was uh, yeah uh, this this came out of nowhere Um, in 2014 when I was just starting to go on my own at comedy I was living in LA I was making a living doing college shows Uh, in order to get stage time I would go home to Atlanta and try to see if I could feature at one of the clubs there Mm -hmm. and I featured at uh, Sandy Springs uh, laughing whatever club that's no longer there um and uh Bert was the headliner I was the feature for the weekend we had a really good time I had a lot of fun opening for him and on the last show my mom was in the audience and he started asking me questions from the stage to put me on the spot and uh I remember he goes okay you think you're so funny I'm gonna set up a joke you have to write the punchline um having kids is like fishing and I go having kids is like fishing if you don't like what you get just toss it in the river <laughs> he got a good reaction and he goes all right come on stage bring your mom and he makes me and my mom take a shot with him on stage and he asks her a couple questions she goes he says do you think Matthew's funny she goes I don't know he goes Do you think he's gonna make it or do you think he's gonna you think he should be still working in finance she says yes he goes you think he's gonna make it she says I don't know he goes I think he's gonna do just fine Aww. Yeah, and that was my experience with Bert, and uh, we hadn't kept up in the eight years in between. And um, uh, he reached out recently, uh, I think, just because I'm local uh, and he knows my act, and maybe someone put in a word. But I'll be just doing a couple couple spots on his tour.
1: That's so um, exciting! Very, exciting. I just
0: love that. That like the mom element is just so funny. He's the best dude. He's the best guy. Uh, if you don't know, Bert Kreischer has, uh, I think, a couple Netflix specials. Just he's one of the funniest huge. guys. Yeah, yeah. He's been around a long time. A good example of someone who's like learned how to work multiple angles within comedy. He's been like a killer stand-up since the early 2000s. He is the basis for Van Wilder. That's so wild. There was, I believe, a GQ article so wild. <laughs> written about him. Kill me. Yeah, FSU. <laughs> wow. Just morning show clinking <laughs> mug. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Oh my
1: god. Uh, but
0: I'm very excited about that, and I also had to cancel uh, a NACA because of that. A Big step, conference which is a weird feeling it's a weird so feeling if you're
1: NACAs, how a lot of people make money or some shit I don't it's know. where i go to if Sounds you apply fucking it's Horrible. very hard
0: to get in i've gotten rejected from way more than i've gotten into uh they cost a lot of money to apply to yeah you they sound like your way if you told me about a NACA without mom.
1: confirmation that like it can work out i'd be like ponzi scheme
0: <laughs> I, I don't want to speak ill but a I lot mean, of money goes in um a Granted, it is a in. big event
1: to put together. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Sure, it's nonprofit. I don't think that that's going to be a route for you, right. girl.
0: And they've made a lot of money for me. But you go and you perform, and you hopefully book a lot of colleges. And I was going to rely on that conference for potential income for the foreseeable future, and I had to cancel it uh, for something that, in the short term, is less lucrative. But
1: I—that's so cool, though. Yeah, Who cares? I, I like
0: those mo. I, I think those moments can really. Uh, yeah, don't, the moments where you uh, chase something other than money I think those moments can make you and there's a weird divergence in front of me right now between a more lucrative stable path that is far less fulfilling and something that's riskier but uh, could lead me to my goal of getting to tell the jokes I wanted to to a crowd that was there to see me I think that's the dream that we're all chasing um,
1: I would like I, a crowd that's not there to see me
0: that's also very fun. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Just actually, anyone who a wants, to, who is
1: willing to listen to me. How about that? Not even wants, but just like won't actively leave. That's yeah. That's really my current day-to-day goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hostage-ish, <laughs> hostage-adjacent audience is I what want, I'm looking for. <laughs> I want
0: an audience that was there to hang out with their friends and eat. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, they they came for happy and hour. And now they have to be quiet. Twenty-five cent wings. Brought them in the door. Yeah, Uh, bottomless mimosas. Yeah. Oh, that. Listen, yeah, yeah. That's my dream. Yeah. Currently. Oh man. Keeping it low.
1: That's still pretty high. (laughs) That's
0: that's a reasonable goal.
1: (laughs) Just keeping my goals reasonable. Yelling at audiences for twenty-five minutes while out of my mind high. (laughs) With no microphone.
0: With no microphone in Oakland. In Oakland that is the dream From I the mean street. you made it i made it yeah
1: they didn't leave or maybe some of them did but i couldn't tell you because i was high i was busy yeah <laughs> worrying about myself yeah well i'm very excited you're leaving for that later on so in our next episode like literally i won't see you so i guess in our next one we can hear how it goes hopefully yeah. you don't just eat shit for the whole time
0: <laughs> you won't <laughs> i mean who cares even if i do it's gonna oh. be so fun You'll have a good time
1: either way, but you're going to do great. I'm it's more nervous fun.
0: about if I'm going to be fun to be around on the tour bus. Like, you know what definitely
1: makes you more fun is
0: when you're nervous about it. I should smoke weed and get even more nervous then. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do, no, take one of those edibles.
0: The, <laughs> the, the stand-up portion is going to go how it's going to go, and I can, I'll probably figure, figure it out how to perform. It's bigger crowds. It's like 1,000, 3,000, 5,000. Like, that's a different thing, but I can probably learn how to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be um, interesting. But – I just I'm I'm bad at partying and need a lot of sleep, so I hope I'm not like a fucking little grandma. Baby, little baby, I don't want to be a grandma. I think you're fine, dude. Am I being too vulnerable?
1: Yeah, you're being just just crushingly vulnerable.
0: Am I okay? No, you're fine. Look, okay. he's
1: nervous already. He's nervous right now.
0: Yeah. This guy's fucked. So I'm tune so in fucked. next time to see. <laughs> bro, you're so nervous right now, bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, fuck bro,
1: so tune in next time to see if Matthew totally fucks this one up.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Don't blow it! Don't blow it! Um, anything else?
1: I don't know. I'm about to do the New York Comedy Club class, so I can talk about that. Please, yes, yeah, yeah. So you
0: signed up for a class.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next time. I think this is good for now. But, but can you
0: give a give a taste? Give a tease. Give a
1: tease is I'll be i mean it's pretty much it like so it's an interesting
0: class because you have to have been doing comedy at least three years Mm -hmm. so it's the opposite of most classes where they're like people who've never done it this will be
1: it's like industry focused is the whole Mm -hmm. thing so i'm kind of curious like i have like a sense of what we're going to cover but i don't know the specifics by any Mm -hmm. means so there'll be joke writing and all sorts of things and mostly it's just a bunch yeah it's mostly it's a bunch of people like in the class that i i know a good handful of them and some of them i know a little bit so it'll be a good chance to like meet some more people Hopefully like them or hate them and just know that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also producing two shows this weekend, so it's gonna be crazy. And then I leave for a
0: conference. Yeah. it never, it ends. never ends.
1: We're fine. No, everything's fine. <laughs> I remember during the
0: pandemic, I'm gonna take like, another apple. I'll, I'll never take for granted being busy again. And, and no, now I'm like I'm, like, like, I'm good. I'm rushing from airports to places, being like, I want to get high and sculpt and watch YouTube videos yeah. on my couch with my. Like cat. I
1: want to watch Love Is Blind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to not pay attention during new episodes of Severance. That's what (laughs) I want to do. Yeah, and then the class, I mean, the, the interesting part about the class is it's at, like, one of the best clubs in New York City. I think it'll be so really fun. Obviously the hope that it's a chance to get seen by the people who run that club because what a great club to I be mean, in, but it's obvious it's not- like
1: the, you know, more, more interface time with any of those people is always a positive unless you fuck up and are really awkward and not good to party with. Right, yeah. Matt. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So I'll let you know how it goes. All right. Maybe explore. I'll bomb. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. I <laughs>